Welcome to another episode of Money Lab. I'm your host, Matt Frodo Givanisi, and today we're talking about business partnerships. Joining me is the founder of ListenMoneyMatters.com, the co-host of the Listen Money Matters podcast, Andrew Fiebert. Hey, man. How's business? Sup, brah? Business is up and to the right. What does that mean? Oh, that's good, right? Yeah. Yeah. Graph. What is... I, I always confuse when you're in the black or the red. Black is good, red is bad. Yeah. All right. Red's like negative. I guess like if you think of Excel. Why why can't it be wait, oh black text is fine, but it's when like it default. goes Yeah. Why can't it be green? That I understand. I get you know, but what if you were colorblind? I, I don't you wouldn't know see if that's red. even a valid <laughs> you would excuse, see gray. but <laughs> I guess you would see black and gray. Because yeah, red true. would be a little lighter. Oh, all right. Well, hey, if that's what they, if that's how they base it, then I am certain that's why. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, yeah, we're going to talk about business partnerships today. And before we get started, today's episode is brought to you by Money Lab Pro. You've been asking for it, and I finally made it. Money Lab Pro is a membership where you can access every single one of my online business courses and chat with me and other like-minded business owners in the members-only Money Lab Pro community. You'll also get access to my SEO, monetization, and blogging video courses, my YouTube and podcast video tutorials, my lightning-fast WordPress theme, and so much more. I did the math, and Money Lab Pro includes over 155 over-the-shoulder video lessons and growing. Not to mention, it includes access to templates, processes and spreadsheets that i use to run all my online businesses and like i mentioned before money lab pro also includes a members only community where you can share your ideas and get expert feedback to help you earn more money with your online business go to moneylab.co pro right now to sign up it's super affordable and there's no reason not to check it out that's moneylab.co pro Uh, okay, so I guess we should get into the real topic here, which is uh, the thesis that I'm going on is, should you get into a business partnership? And if you're going to do that, what's the best way to structure it? I know a lot of people have talked about this. I've talked about this, but I, I want to start off by uh, giving a backstory to the reason we... The answer you're giving is No. <laughs> I, 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 I am not giving a no answer, but I am, I do have many, many caveats to starting a business partnership, but let's dive into our history, our, our history as business partners, uh, which we no longer are, right? but we were for about a year, two years, maybe I think it was. Yeah. Um, so I think it was actually a one in- extremely intense year. Was it? Where, that, where we basically like lived together virtually. Yeah, because we started a we started a podcast in 2013 November 2013, right? Mm-hmm. And so that I all right. So basically, we were both part of the Fizzle community. And 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 if you if I'm saying the story and I'm wrong, jump in. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I knew you would, but just wanted to give you that. Uh, so I, I was in Fizzle. You were in Fizzle. 
mm-hmm. which is like, yeah, the community for entrepreneurs or whatever. And I think you reached out to me. Okay. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> well, okay. So um, I remember uh, – the, the way I remember it is you had mm-hmm. commented on a post on Listen Money Matters. And oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then – On uh, your website because you, you, like, you own the website. Right. And I remember and, uh, it was like – I remember there was like – it had a black header, and you had a yellow logo. Yes, it, w- yeah. it was like a free theme changed ever so slightly. Interesting. And, uh, and I think there were maybe weren't many people in Fizzle at the time, and, and I'm imagining you found me through some listing I had had on. You're right, and I remember thinking to myself, oh, this is the first website that I've seen from all the members that actually looks good. Yes. Yes, nailed it. <laughs> That's all I ever wanted. Yeah, I mean, I remember saying that. And also it was about personal finance, which at the time I was getting really into because I had quit my job or I <laughs> I shouldn't say that. I got laid off from my job and I was trying – I was really bad with money and I was trying to get good at money. And here was somebody who had a website that was decent. I think you only had 20 posts at, on the website at the time. Yeah, I mean like if that probably. It, it was yeah, very early on. Very early. And I think I commented on something you'd written – and then yeah, we then we started private messaging through the Fizzle community. I believe for me, I was like shocked that someone called. I was like, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you and you, I remember saying that like you liked the design of Swim University. Yeah, and you were like, okay, this 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 dude seems like somebody I. And obviously, we lived pretty close. We probably lived like an hour or two away from each other at the time, so we were both East Coast Jersey people. And I think like. I, yeah, I actually don't remember the trajectory of like, hey, let's team up and I, then do this thing together. Me neither. And I, I think that uh, – and, and the, so the one reason I, I almost certainly know that you reached out first and that you also like elevated the relationship is that's mm-hmm. just generally not in my personality. Like my All personality right, so that, is – That is what I do. Yeah. Like I'm a, I'm a hide in a dark cave and work kind of guy and you're like uh I want to make friends kind of guy. That's fair. Yep. So like you, you pulled me in cuz I remember uh there was you had so I think it was Gary Vaynerchuk was going to speak. Oh yeah. at something. And so we had we had Skyped and maybe emailed but we, then when we met in real life at this event which I believe you got like super wasted at. Oh totally <laughs> really was, bad wasted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really bad wasted. Like, I don't like, remember the end of this. I don't remember it. Like Laura and I felt bad. Like we weren't sure if we should have left you. <laughs> You're like, I got this. I'm going somewhere. That, was uh, that the first time we met in person? Was the Gary Vaynerchuk thing? I, I think so. Yeah. So he was speaking I, I at WeWork. There's no way you would have gotten me down to Philly. No, as it was an in New York. Stranger. I came up to New York. Stranger danger. Yeah, yeah. You did. Wait, uh, before that. No, 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 no. The, the, the Gary Vaynerchuk thing yeah. was in New York. Yeah. Because I drove up, and they were giving away free booze mm. at the event. And Gary Vaynerchuk was talking. He was do, doing like an interview type of thing. And there wasn't a lot of people there. It was at WeWork when WeWork was just getting like off the ground. Mm. And they were giving away like tequila. like just, And they were doing heavy pours because it was just like and whatever. And the drinks were strong. strong. And, and I mean, if you know either of us, you know that we do not take free drinks lightly. I do not. No. I, I, I used to DJ weddings uh, almost specifically for that reason. And these weddings lasted 15 minutes, right? <laughs> I, just, I, don't, I don't remember a lot of them, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just remember... 
I don't remember the end of that. And then I, yeah, you guys left me and I was by myself in New York. And I don't know if I, I didn't have a place to stay. I thought, I thought you were with a girl or something. I was, you, but I you had, were trying to mack it to this girl. Probably. Yeah. And I was, yeah. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I'm always, you know, at the time, like I was single and ready mm-hmm. to mingle. So I just kept, kept, I usually kept an open mind. Um, you were like a Mac truck back then. Mac, yeah, it was a Mac truck. Yeah, super Mac daddy. But I <laughs> I, uh, I remember uh, not knowing what to do. I was in New York. I hadn't. I knew, I, and I was like, I only know one person who lives here, and it was my friend from high school. And I oh, that's right. You stayed at his place. Or yeah, something. I texted him. And he was like, "Dude, come over." And I was like, "Oh my god, thank God!" Because obviously, like, I would have had. I was. I think my move was I was just going to go find a hotel and stay at a hotel. Like that was my my alternative plan. But then I found him. We hung out. At his place, he let me sleep over. We went out to breakfast the next day, and then I went home. Um, so yeah, okay, I didn't know that's where we first met. So okay, uh, and then so, somehow we decided that I the, I think the agreement was, hey, help me with Listen Money Matters, the, the the website, right? And I will help you with Swim University. So like it was, you help me with the design and like the you know sort of the content side of things, the marketing side of things. And I will help you with the monetization side of Swim University because Swim University but, had a bit more established. But you have the, the roles in reverse. You were you were going to help me with the design and the content piece. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, it yeah. sounded like you were. Yeah. No, and then you were going to help me monetize. Because I'm certainly Swimier. not a design person. No, and so, and this is prior to the podcast. This is this is just the websites. Yeah. So, and it wasn't a there was we and here's the thing we never had an official partnership like never had. Uh, Although I did bring it up multiple times, you did, and I kept I kept punting it. I am so glad that you did. I know, uh, yeah, because it would have been a fucking shit show. So mm, for me, I, probably, yeah, pro- well, yeah. So so I my whole thing, and I, we, we can go into that. But uh, so yeah, so we did that. So I worked on the design, and I remember the first iteration sucked, but we got through it. And some university, I think you helped me like basically you just kept yelling at me saying every one of your posts is under monetized. You have all these affiliate links. You should just go at them. And so I did a lot of that work. And, and you uh, also were using this platform that was basically or this you're you are a direct affiliate to some company that, that was, was right. screwing you royally like yeah. to the max. And you were like, dude, Amazon, there you'd get so much more. Everyone trusts Amazon. And yet you pushed me to move over to the Amazon affiliate program, and I absolutely made way more doing that. And obviously it was way easier. Uh, but that kind of came later. What m- was more important, I think, at the time was you and I were – we would Skype all the time. Like and talk business and, and yeah. life shit. And, yeah. yeah. And uh, the, the reason, I think, was like we were both kind of starting off in this like new venture – I've been doing it for a while, but I really didn't have – at the time, like, I had had all these, like, internet friends, meaning, like, I'd never Skyped with them. I just knew them on Twitter or something. But you were the first person I actually had, like, a Skype conversation with, like, over and over and over again who understood what I did technically and and what we were trying to do. And I remember your wife, Laura, would would listen to us sort of, like, eavesdrop – and listen to our conversation our over Skype. Our apartment was not big. It was. It was right. Would have been difficult to not hear. Yeah, and she was like, "You guys are so, like 
goofy or funny or she said like whatever it is like it's compelling to hear you two talk mm-hmm. and so then i think one of us I th- I, it had to have been me or her i think she was like you guys should do a podcast i was her I think she said you guys should do a podcast, and I was like, but I, I didn't. I mean, I knew what that was, but what it entailed, or anything. Yeah, that was like knowing how to spell it and having the <laughs> app on my phone was the extent of my knowledge. Right, and I had had, I had done two podcasts prior to that, mm. and I'm and I'm an audio engineer, so I knew exactly. It was kind of like, oh, this is podcasting to me is like one of the easiest technical things ever to do. So because after I was, the proposal was made, you creamed your pants. Yeah, I was like, and then we started. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, let's do this. It's so easy. It's just, this makes so much sense. Hmm. And so we we started the show. We just you know called it the same as the website uh, and got up on iTunes. I think we were doing an episode a week. And the idea was to um, – and I, I can kind of fast forward because this is kind of whatever. Uh, but we did the show. It was – we were trying to be brash. We were trying to do like a morning zoo type of like – uh, to me, I was trying to build, base it off of a show here in Philly called, or not here in Philly, but when I was living in Philly at the time, um, Preston and Steve. So it was like this heavy metal intro, like cursing, humor, honest financial conversations, you know, about personal finance, which had never been done. And I was like, but that's the show I would listen to. I'm not going to listen to like Dave Ramsey or anybody. I'm, yeah. But if I want to learn, like I want to listen to people who are at my level or, you know, or whatever, or at least that's something that's entertaining. Yeah. And then you could like relate to. Yeah. So that was the idea. And then we did it once a week, didn't really go anywhere. And then in May, so like from November to May, we were just doing it once a week, still working on the website. You were still helping me with swim you. And then we did a day. We started, we decided let's for one month, let's go daily. Mm. So we just, we published uh, 31 episodes in a row in May. Money. And I feel like money may we called it. Yeah. And it just fucking blew up. Yeah, that that was like, uh, I mean, the the graph. I remember the download graph was like you could only dream of having something grow that fast in yeah. such a short period of time. Yeah. Um, and I I think the only thing was like, uh, just holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Because we were like, uh, pro was perhaps the furthest away from how we were approaching this. It was just kind of like a. Well, I don't know. Let's just see if this yeah. works. Yeah, it was an experiment. Yeah, and then we were like, "Well, why stop if it's still growing at this rate? Why are we going to stop doing daily?" And so we continued to do daily. And I remember having a conversation with the guy who runs Libsyn at Podcast Movement in August mm-hmm. at the bar, and he yeah, said, I "Remember that? You remember that?" So he said, "No one will talk to you unless you're get. No sponsor will even pick up the phone for you." Unless you're getting 5,000 downloads an episode. Mm-hmm. And so that became the goal. The goal was like, all right, let's get to 5,000 downloads an episode. And then once we do, the idea was let's monetize this thing. Like, th- Then this thing starts making money. I, I also just want to pull back a second because to mm-hmm. do daily, we were essentially doing roughly eight episodes in one day. Yeah. So, seven, we were doing between seven and ten episodes a, d- a day. Right, because we would have to at least cover the next week. Right. But then we would have no margin for failure. So if like yeah. an episode was not good or whatever, you know, Dude. We, we, we bullshitted too long. So mm-hmm. to give you, like, I think this is like some good ground context for where the partnership went. So we, oh, that's, we, had, that's fair, we yeah. had that load on our shoulders. Yeah, so I remember it was every, the, the, every Wednesday – 
we would try our hardest to record at least seven episodes. I had a full-time job, but I, yeah. quote, worked from home, which right. clearly, yeah, whatever. For that day, yeah. And, and we were, I guess, like eight to eight. You know, we, we yeah. really just... Oh, yeah, all day. Mm. And, and I, was that, I was single at the time, so I had... And I was living with my brother. I had all day. And that's just, it was what I was doing all day. So I had all the free time. You had a full-time job. You took off on Wednesdays or... <laughs> We might have started on, on like a Saturday, Sunday thing, but eventually became yeah, yes. weekday. Yeah, yeah, and and I remember. So the the other part of it too is like we would like part of the show became we were we we started drinking on the show uh, almost from day one because we were nervous. Yeah, I remember like like and we both liked to drink, so it was like let's just go get a drink and like relax, and then that kind of like it organically worked its way into the podcast. Like, what are you drinking? Because you had something different every single time, and so did I. It was the only way to like be normal. Yeah, because we I was nervous, like straight up. You but know, to, but to like just kind of say this was when we were doing it once, once a, week. a week, right? And then and then when we were doing it daily, and people um, it and that's required the thing. Pe- a lot of drinking. <laughs> yeah, and people loved the drinking part of the show, so we couldn't mm. get rid of it. You know, and I remember. So there were days early when we were doing it where I was just fucking – we were just trashed yeah. by, like, the seventh episode. And you could I bet you can go back to those episodes and just hear us slurring our words. And There was, like, no prep. There was no, no – we it was just, bad. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember I eventually started, like – I'm like, all right, this is killing me. I need to <laughs> drink water. <laughs> uh, and I – so, yeah, we would, we would try to record – we would try to batch record on Wednesday and then – I would edit all day Thursday. It's like mm-hmm. edit all the shows, put them up to Libsyn. Um, I and think by edit, we, it was like a very light hand. Like you'd stick the beginning end, you know. Yeah, it was quick. But then the uploading really took the longest. Like it was mm-hmm. all like the other shit you don't think about afterwards. And then I for, uh, we had somebody doing show notes for us, I think, at the time, right? Yeah. yeah I think Candace, Candace was doing them because she just liked the show. Right? We, we randomly like, met her at a bar. Yeah. I, I think we were paying her like $50 an episode. Something like that, yeah. For, for, um. Yeah. Yeah, and that was all coming out of your pocket. Uh, and any sh- amount of money the show made went to me because I was making basically, I think, like ten to thirty thousand dollars from a year from Swim U. Like, and it was every, and I that was all I had. And then, yeah, I remember. So the goals were like to grow this thing and make money with this thing, and then also to yeah. get you to earn money with Swim U to take like some pressure off. Right, and that really didn't happen very fast. Hmm. And. And obviously, like, my business is seasonal, so, like, November comes. You know, we've been doing it daily for, I don't know, since May. We're at 246 episodes, I think. And I remember uh, I was just like, this sucks. I hate this. Um, like, I'm doing all this work. There's no money coming in. I, I need to go do – I like, I don't know. Like, I was just, like, frustrated. And I remember there was a moment where – we were supposed to get sponsorships. We had hit 5,000 downloads an, ep- an episode in at the end of August, I mm. believe, or like beginning of September. And then you were like, all right, it's time to monetize. I think we thought it was going to be like so easy. Yeah. Like, we were just going to like, hey, you want to sponsor the show? And like people were going to be beating our door down. Yeah. Which we did get, we, did, we got Betterman, I think was the only sponsor. But we, we had got. a strong relationship with them. We did. But and we they got, were the only ones. Yeah. And I, rem- and I remember that was a nightmare. Or at least it wasn't fun. Yeah. And and this was and here's here's a and this is you're still working your full time job and you're like and and you were always in my mind 
and this is sort of where the partnership took a turn is like in my mind you were always like the guy who was going to handle the money part mm-hmm. and then it was like okay we had gotten this thing to five thousand, all the work has been done we have a thing and then it was like dude selling sponsorships sucks and it's really hard it's still really, really hard, hard for money matters now like i hate yeah it. and i was like well and then i was like well fuck it i'll then i have to do it and then it was like well, wait a minute i'm doing I feel like I'm doing everything, you know? Like, I, now if I'm doing this, it's like, what? Shit. And it's not even my business. I'm only taking 50%. And I'm like, and then I have this other business that, like, is is making money. And I'm like, I need to go do that. And so I remember there was a day where... Uh, We'd we also ha- been to a lot of conferences together and things. And I think yeah. we were already wearing on each other. For sure. Like, you know, where oh, we, yeah, we were yeah. neg each other. And it was hilarious. And then there was a point where it was just like, dude, just don't be such a dick to me. Yeah. You're right. Because I think – well, I think whenever you spend a lot of time with somebody else, especially with our super strong personalities and our already dickish personalities, yeah. that like it becomes it, – it, it does become difficult. And I mean I, I my, my best friend in the world, I remember we went to Disney World together in our eighth grade and – like we got in a fight and we don't fight, but like we got in a fight cause we were with each other 24 hours a day. It was just like, okay, eventually like something's going to break. But I remember the day when I, we needed to record episodes and my internet was down and I had to like go to my dad's house to use the internet on my laptop and I had well, to set okay, all this so, shit up. And so, okay. So, so there were a lot of issues, but I, there was something that, that I think came to the hilt that you hmm. started with where you 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 obviously perceived that I was going to get ads or whatever. Yeah. And right around the same time, you had also mentioned that you wanted to like I don't know start helping someone with some travel thing, or, oh, and we right. could, we could keep names out. But so I also felt like you know where I was eating the costs. Listen, my matters was making maybe like one to two a month or something, and and yeah. you were getting that. And so I think we were both. Like so, me seeing you want to put less time in, and you seeing me not get—we right. both felt like we were, uh, Dr- yeah, not being Sep- taken care of appropriately. Yes, so you're right. That was the other part of it too. Was I remember the conversation of like, I wanted to create a multimedia corporation where Listen Money Matters was one brand and maybe swim university was the other brand and we were going to you know put those together and create like a digital media company with multiple brands that's the way i wanted it and you want it like no like let's take this thing yeah let's take listen money matters like to the top like let's take it all the way and i yeah so then i started kind of drifting towards like oh i could you know start a travel site i could start all these you know and yeah because the money wasn't so that's the thing with anything when um, especially when you're starting out, like swim university, I've quit, I don't know, probably like three or four times. Uh, meaning like, I just like give up and stop working on it and then let it just kind of coast. And the reason is because I, it's, it's one part of it is the shiny object syndrome. And the other part is, well, if it's not making enough money, I'll start something else that may make more money mm. and invest in that. And it's like building a portfolio and, you know, then it then that thing takes up all your time and it doesn't so make money quickly, say, and then though, you just go through the whole cycle again. That like for the the partnership piece, and perhaps the the, the lesson takeaway is, yeah. um, we we had punted 
repeatedly the the business relationship conversation and so the you know and obviously things are coming to a hilt for all all various reasons but because mm-hmm. we didn't see the same end goal yeah it it, it was going to have, there was going to be a wedge driven yep and so and, yeah and i remember this uh and i've done this po- i've done this even since our our breakup uh i'm surprised you needed more partnership explosions but. i pff, yeah um I'm I am a man of uh, ultra simplicity, or at least I try to uh, design my life that way. I don't like to make decisions, all these things. And I'm like, I want one LLC. I don't want two LLCs. So the idea was like we were gonna like you know, Swim University has already been an LLC, and I'm like, oh well, if I start listing money matters, like that's gonna be another LLC that I'm a part of, and I just didn't want that. And what I was l- hoping to eventually do <laughs> was to just be in a partnership with one LLC, the both of us, and we owned everything. And I don't think you saw it the same way. And so, like, yeah, there was one day where it kind of like I didn't want swim you. I, I didn't right. feel that it was fair. I said you keep swim you. Right. And I think we were going to split. Listen, money matters at that time. Right. And uh, and so yeah, and we never talked about it. Like the split, the split was always fifty fifty. Mm-hmm. But we never really talked about well, you know. You know, hours, you know, the amount of hours we were working, we never talked about how much money or like where the money was coming from. And I remember what happens uh, when you break up or. Yeah, none of that was taken care of. The extent of the conversation was like 50 50, agreed, cool, let's go. And, you know, in hindsight, probably for the better, right? Hmm. Because otherwise, if we did, I mean, who knows? Maybe not. Maybe Hmm. if we would have done the partnership thing, you'd probably be a much richer man. But probably, but it might have died because or you know, right, I, or it might have fell fallen apart and been even more and been worse because now it's like there's contracts involved and shit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just remember it all coming to a head one day, big fight. I was like, you know, we didn't, we didn't. It wasn't like that day, and it was ended all. It was like after that, it was like a couple weeks, and I was like, yeah, I'm out. Um, and I, yeah, I don't know. I, I maybe maybe how you know I think. For me, like the biggest headache was money. I was under crazy pressure to make money because I didn't. I, all I had was Swim University money, really. That was paying all my bills, and I was living with my brother. And I'm like, I need to make money. And I'm like, well, we built this thing. It li- literally can make money with sponsorships, but sponsorships are hard. They are just hard. I've dealt with it. It's I didn't want to do it as much as you didn't want to do it, mm. and. But I knew that that was the fastest path at that moment to income. And I remember you're like, well, yeah, or we can do this Listen Money Matters Pro like software type of mm-hmm. community. And I was like, I don't want to do that. I'm not a, I'm not a software guy. Uh, shit. And I just remember like that was like, Ugh, all right. And whether that was the right move or not. Years later, I did it. And it yeah. was not a good idea. <laughs> right. So. <laughs> and and then, and then, and then sponsorships ended up being a good idea. However, still incredibly difficult, and mm. probably wish you could never do it again. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a minority of exactly. Because yeah. yeah, for all all the reasons. Right. Um. So that happened. Mm. Um. Obviously, like it took about I think it took about a year to like start mending, and uh, I've I have since gotten into other partnerships, and have you? I had had two before we did ours and uh-huh. uh, failed for various reasons. And I don't think any was like 
either was like a huge flame out like ours, right? Right. And I, you know, my takeaway. Well, also, I, I was, a, I'm a focus guy. Like I just wanted to really just build this one thing. Yeah. And it, it would have never made sense after X amount of work to like bring in someone to own a piece of, right? You know, right. I, I, partnerships are are usually like um a one new project thing. That's and, they should be at least. Right. And and I remember I always told you, and I only remember because Thomas just had reminded me, I would always say I'd rather own uh, uh, 10% of a watermelon instead of 100% of a grape. Because I or figured 50% like... 50% of a grape, yeah. Yeah. Uh, because or, or fifty percent of a watermelon, watermelon instead of one hundred percent of a grape. Because like together, you know, two or more people can do so much more than just yeah. one. Yeah, it does get a little messy though when, yeah, like if you had built something already and you were bringing me on and we're like fifty fifty, it's like well that that gets like tough, right? Um, so so the partnerships before us were were they new projects or you had what what were they? Uh, so directly preceding us, I mean, directly, uh-huh. there was like a few years, uh, I did like custom web dev with uh, oh, yeah. my buddy Pete, um, and it maybe naturally kind of dissolved itself, uh, but there were certainly issues. I mean, look, like you're in a relationship with Stephanie, you know, yeah. you were in partnerships, like any relationship has issues. and Yeah. Ups and downs. Yeah, and and it's it, it's often, at least from my experience, like you want to go to the right, I want to go to the left, and can we agree to go one way or the other when yeah, there is compromise. no middle path? Yeah, right. Um, so, yeah, I mean to kind of to like so that's our story, which took a while to tell, but I think it's important. Um, and. I have. I, I hated have, you for a long time. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm sure. I. You know. I'll be honest. I didn't. It wasn't. It wasn't mutual. Because oh, obviously, hate? I. Well, I walked away. Yeah. I didn't hate you at all. Mm. I actually thought. Uh, I'm like. Oh, I. I know why he hates me. Like, it was pretty obvious. Like, <laughs> right, right. You know. And I. You know. I think after that, I. You know. I. I tried to. It took a little bit of time before. I. I tried. I tried yeah. to continually reach out when i thought it was like the right i think just time needed needed it needed time mm. and i remember uh just going like this is stupid like i still i still liked you yeah you know it wasn't like it was just the that specific thing didn't work out and i i didn't wrestle with you know um fomo really too mm. much which i'm surprised by like there was times you know where i would be like oh damn it, I wish I was still doing that, or, oh, that's cool that they did that, damn it, you know, maybe a little I bit. I get a lot of FOMO. I would watch the things that you do. I'd be like, ugh, you know, I yeah. want to know, like, is it is it working? Like, I don't yeah. know. Like, I, yeah. I get caught in that shit. Yeah, so um, I try not to. I definitely do, but I, I try you, to You know if you that. just sent me flowers. There were, you know, uh, one of my, I remember one of my, what are they called? What's that called? When edible you send arrangements? Fl- no, no. <laughs> not literally. Like, that would have also worked. Just no. The idea there. of like sent like uh, sending flowers or like the site like it's kind of not a consolation prize, but a uh, like a uh, I forget. There's a name for it. Like but shipping me a shit in the box. No. So one of the things I remember doing were was um, I remember Quartz reached out to me. I yeah I remember. And uh, and I know that it was like your, your maybe still your favorite site. And they were like, 
we found this rap video that you did on Listen Money Matters. And they're like, can we interview you? And I'm like, absolutely. And I just pretend it. And this is like a year afterwards. Mm-hmm. I just pretended like I was still a part of Listen Money Matters. And I just didn't make any – I just did the interview because I'm like, he's going to get a fucking awesome backlink from this. And then it got picked up by the Telegraph, and I'm like, oh, this is great. And then I, I remember sending that to you like – here, this is pretty sweet. Like I, I you didn't would, know like, what you to would love do. This. Actually, I mean, to be perfectly honest, you sent it to me, and I was like almost like paralyzed. Like, what? What? You know, what does this mean? Like, yeah. I, I just, yeah, because I again, like, and I started, and every time I got something in my email that was like, hey, can we? And I would just forward it. Like, I wouldn't delete it. I wouldn't, you know, be a dick about. It. I'm just like, I don't, mm. you know, I don't want this thing to. F- I'd never. I don't want anything to fail. I don't want anybody to feel bad. Like, I, and again, my decision. It was my decision to you know, walk away. Even right? though there were hot-headed feelings at yeah. the end, uh, we we split, you know, quote unquote, amicably. And yeah. uh, I think the one thing that you know, if I could like pat myself on the back, and, and probably you as well, is we both were really adult about it and conversations that came up because we had a following and people wanted to know. Yeah. And um, I just remember kind of like punting the conversation or eventually developing a way to discuss, not discuss it. Right. I remember I would just be honest that if anyone asked me, I would say in we had person, it. I would tell them how I felt, but never yeah, of course. anything that could, you know, but yeah. So the way I would always describe it is um, we had a financial we had a we had a we did we had a disagreement on the future of where the business should go, mm. and it really was that simple. And I am I ha- and I happen to be we both happen to be incredibly stubborn. Uh, I happen to, to be incredibly max. yeah. I both happen to us. be incredibly stubborn about what I think and feel about something is true, and I don't like people questioning me on it. I, I guess I would take it a step further. For me, it's not true; yeah. it's truth. It is, like, yeah, right. It, or or <laughs> yeah. fact. <laughs> right. Yeah, and I feel the same way. And I think that's why even my partnerships in that came afterwards sort of I, – I, I, the way I describe it is like I just don't work well with others, mm. especially if I have to – you know, I work well with others if I am leading the ship. If I'm the captain, I will – I will talk to my, you know, first mate or whatever they're called. I will value their opinion. I would want them to fight me on things, but at the end of the day, I make the decision on where we go. I take all of the information at hand and I make that decision. In, right? in reflection on it, and perhaps mm-hmm. to like, hopefully, encapsulate some lessons. You know, because I also feel that I am like the captain, although I yes. don't know that we fought much on like captain in the direction i feel like we we usually came to agreements through yes. discussion yeah because we had the same exact taste and mindset about everything right and and so you know like one way you could parse it you'd be like well um there there you know if there's a partner of two one has to be the captain one has to be you know the second captain or whatever the second but yeah i, yeah. I don't know if like Honestly, I think the most optimal solution is where both people are just awesome. You don't want someone less awesome because that'll, yeah. if anything, create a wedge. So yeah, it, yeah, it's, uh, I, yeah. There's something there because I, I, I work so well with the people on my team because mm-hmm. I employ them, and for the most part, I don't. It's never been. I always say that this is going to happen, and then it actually never happens. Which is 
I always value, especially I, I try to hire people that I respect first and foremost. Right. And when I do, and I really like what they produce, I immediately go, you are, you own that domain. That's your thing. That's what you do. And I go, Hey, should we do this? I get their opinion. I get their, you know, whatever they say, I usually go with it because I value that. And I ask because I am unsure. And it's I always, always worth ask, trying, right? Yeah. Like, if it doesn't I, work, it doesn't I, totally. work. Totally. Yep. I always – if ever, if I'm asking something, it usually means I'm unsure about it. And so I just need somebody to push me one way or the other. And if I'm sure about something, I usually just go for it and go, this is the way it's going to be. We're going this direction. And the other caveat to that is, hey, we're trying this. I, I And I will never say like, this is the new direction of the company. This is what we're going to do now. It's like, nope. This is what we're trying, and we're gonna see what happens in three months. And I then could we be might wrong. Change. Is could there any like thoughts? Yes, you know? like anyone challenge me on this. Mm. Uh, but that said, uh, a lot of the partnerships, including ours that I got in afterwards, there was a disagreement in a direction. And when that disagreement comes about, I have a hard time letting that like being defeated in that disagreement um, like you say that we should go to the right someone else just definitively says we're going to the left and it, it, it yeah i don't do well with that mm. i didn't do well with that when i worked for my bosses because my bosses i've had two like bosses that i was i wouldn't say i was the right hand man but they definitely valued me because I was the only person with enough balls to challenge them. And I only want to say balls, but I was enough person with who just didn't care. I, I, I just valued being honest. And so if somebody, if my boss was like, what do you think? I'd be like, that's stupid. Or, uh, you know, that's stupid, but we should do this. Always with constructive, you know, yeah. a constructive afterthought. And then if they, if I remember my boss one time, he, he brought me in all these meetings. I was working at a pool store and he wanted to start selling tanning beds. And the every meeting, I was like, "This is so stupid." Well, it's kind of ridiculous. Like, doesn't really make any sense. It does, especially in New Jersey. There's so many goddamn tanning salons. Yeah. It's it's they're so cheap. No one, and then most of the people who were getting tans were like teenagers. So none of them are going to buy a five thousand dollar tanning bed in their house, nor are their parents going to buy one for them. Nor does anyone want to tan. You know, I had all of my opinions. Every meeting, I was I said the same thing. And I just kept getting out. You know, he just kept saying, well, we're doing it. We already ordered it. It's already coming. I'm like, mm-hmm. stupid. And it just drove me nuts. And like those moments working for other people drove me to entrepreneurship because I just hate it being like when I was so sure about the direction of something, I'm like, man, I want to try this other thing. You know, it's not one or it's not all i was always like why does everything all or nothing i can't we tried two different things or whatever so but but i realized that it is a flaw it's a it's a character flaw of mine that i am stubborn and when i have and when i feel something and i have a conviction i don't like being challenged on it and i get really pissy and I get really sad. Mm. And I, I don't to like find things that you really have strong convictions about on the show, and I will just fight you on it. That's fine. I'll, I'll find things. It's good radio. <laughs> it's good radio. <laughs> but like, even in even at home, like I don't like fighting. I, I I get like if if Steph gets mad at me, I shut off. I'm just like 
I'm just like a sad puppy, like ghost mm. in the corner, like I'm fine. Don't worry. He's like, you got mad at me. Why'd you get mad at you? Know? <laughs> but like, I don't know if that's the same thing. But I just, I don't like. I guess I just don't like confrontation, and I don't like being told I'm wrong when I'm when I'm not wrong. It's just mm. it's an opinion. I don't like right. being told my opinion is wrong. It's like, well, no, it's not. It's but can we just try my thing too? <laughs> like I don't know, and. Yeah, and so that was like I, I had a partnership building software. Uh, like, so I had a partnership with Jason, and we did a, a, a course together, and that was fine. Like it, mm-hmm. that that partnership didn't end; it actually just fizzled. Like that particular project just fizzled out because it just didn't work. And it's like we were like, all right, didn't work. And that whatever. was like a, an independent partnership from the software. Yeah, piece. yeah, totally. Yeah, oh, okay. and then we started another. Uh, we, well, we were still, I guess, partners, um, and we were partnering on software, and it was just me and him. And then, uh, you know, I was doing all the coding work. He was supposed to do the marketing stuff, and then I got super burned out on the code, and we had to hire a third partner. And then that's where things took a turn, which was it never was between me and him. It was, you know, me and him were always on the same page, and then we would have a problem with a developer. Uh, and it, or it just wouldn't get done on in time. And then there was like, what I realized was, and again, like nothing ill will came of that. Like it wasn't like a blow up partnership, but it was de- definitely incredibly frustrating because I would believe the, like the, I would believe in one direction to take and they would, maybe they would together believe in a different one or at least like argue with me. And I'm like, no. And so, like, there is my stubbornness coming out going, mm. oh, shit, I'm impossible to work with, you know? <laughs> uh, and then I, the partnership after that was really different because that was the – because uh, so that partnership was a three-way partnership all split evenly. And I want to kind of tie this back to structuring. So the third partnership that I got into was a strength and weakness thing, which I think is super important. So – I want to talk about should you get into a partnership, and one of the things that I think you should get into a partnership is, at least I know this in hindsight, is if the other person is fulfilling a weakness of yours, mm. right? If you're both good at the same thing, it's that's like that's what me and Jason, that's our problem. Me and Jason have we were both good at the same thing, so it's like why and are so there both want to do the same pieces and you have strong right. opinions about those pieces or we yeah or we'd or like i would like he's a good designer i'm a good designer and then i would design something he would critique it i'm like well wait a minute mm. like why do we even need this we don't yeah. need this one person gets the job done end of story that's how you move forward but it you know with i, I believe you should get into a partnership only if the other side of it Fulfills a weakness. Partnering to add skill and ability. Yes, that's one way. Mm. Our way is actually different. The way we partner is we have chemistry on a entertainment show, Mm. right? So we're partnering. I I strongly viewed us as the the first piece. I mean, we have that as well. Yeah. I strongly viewed it as like you would do the design stuff, and I'm just. I think I was just like, that's awesome. You like, would, yeah, and then we you would were, like move on because that, so that was the best part of of our relationship, which was, uh, and 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 my most recent relationship with JP was also the same way. I would design something, and you would be like, "Great, you know, like great, looks great, move forward." Like I know you Instead, have it taken care of. I'll do my piece, yep. and yeah. and it was always like, "Dude, so good, right?" Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah, "Feel good, you know, I did I did what I'm strong at." 
And then, you know, if, you know, and JP would do code and I'd be like, okay, what? Like, I have no critiques. What am I going to critique? I don't know anything about that. And, and it worked. And I'm like, this is awesome. And I would just be like, dude, this is great. That partnership, like, worked. It's, it, it works so well. And, and, I, and you're right. Our partnership works so well. I think the difference, uh, and this is, I think, the crux of it, too. Because here so we yes, are back after, you know. Yeah, three years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because the thing is, like, to what you're saying is, um, you had said even when we broke up, like, you still liked me. And I, I was, like, angry. But sure. But we had talked multiple times since. And I, I yeah. always liked you. I always get along with you. We always mm-hmm. wound up talking for hours about inane things anyways. Yeah. And to be honest, this Money Lab, it was actually our project to start. Yeah. The, the, the originally i remember we were trying to and and you know thinking back on it i'm like no wonder it didn't work right and just because of the structure not because of who we were as entertainers but the idea was and this is again before money lab was even a brand it was we were going to start another podcast called product lab i believe was the original name and the idea was i, I thought i thought it was money lab i, I thought well like, it was it was i had come up with product lab and then i was like well you know what for continuity reasons because mm. of your because of the original podcast and because like why hide it we're trying to make money mm. let's just call it money lab like uh, does anybody have that no let's just go with it and uh i remember the original concept was we're going to challenge each other to make money in our own businesses and then talk about that on the sh- on each episode and i remember the first episode we recorded which i still think is a brilliant idea mm. And we do have it. I think it's online. It? I, think I, don't, I, might I don't remember what it was. It was, could we make $1,000 for the, an episode we haven't published yet? Ah. I, I even latched on to that $1,000 idea. I think it's like a good barometer yeah. for if there's even... Right. So so we did. We made $1,000. I had sold two sponsorships before we even started the show. And Which it, is it was awesome. Then this was yeah. right after you did, I think, your get sponsorships thing. Yes. Mm. And, I mean, to be honest, we were leveraging Listen Money Matters. We were like, look, you know we are capable of doing this again. We've done it. You, you right. see this. You know, uh, so why not? I'm curious to hear why you think structurally – because I, I have my own idea of why – I don't think it, it was a thing. Oh, I just think it's not sustainable. Like, mm. it, we would have just... You know how fast yeah. we would have burned out on doing experiments? Oh, you did, you're saying? Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm. Like, back and forth. And then I think... I remember the first episode we recorded, like, three different times because we're like, I don't know why. I remember Laura listening to it going, mm. like, uh, this is not working. I don't know. And she's like, we couldn't really figure it out. We didn't it, know why. I'd and still I think had it was my structure. job at that point, and it just... Uh, I really, I really liked the idea, and I think I, I did want to work together again. But it felt like such an enormous time commitment. Yeah. I guess it's like I would have to run this money matters. We would do mm. money lab, and then I would have to commit every month to an, an experiment. But like my whole thing is like I just want to build this one mound right. called Listen Money Matters to be the highest mound ever. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That was. It's, I don't know. It just didn't work. And but then we, it's I, good I, because now now it's yours, right? Or, I mean, it was yours. It wasn't like ever. Well, I asked you. I remember saying like, hey, I'm, I, now I want to go do the – Jason actually pushed me to do my own site, to have my own like mm-hmm. personal brand. Um, and 
I was like, well, I'm sitting on this domain. I like this domain. I had moneylab.co. And I asked you, I was like, is it cool if I run with this for my own thing? And you were like, Shh, whatever. I was going to say, in hindsight, knowing how how you are, I probably should have said, pay me $5,000. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it yeah. probably would have worked. <laughs> it probably would have worked, yeah. So I so to go on that. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, up, I can't help myself. <laughs> no, hey, hey, it's it's uh, valuable. Uh, I <laughs> Yeah, is so it? I, well, so I had. So my third partnership was with, with JP, and we built. So so we had met through Money Lab, and he's local here in Denver, and we just talked. And he owns his own business. I own my own business. Totally cool. Totally friends. And again, this is this all worked out. So what happened was, this was one of those where the partnership worked because he was smarter than I was when it came mm. to partnerships because he was used to it. He said, "Listen." I really would like to work with you. Here's what I'm trying to do. He's a programmer. I'm a designer, a marketer. And he was trying to team up with marketers so that he could just do the thing that he's very good at, which is code, and work with somebody who would market the software. Super simple. And he wanted to do that. <clears throat> he wanted to do that as many times as he could. And then if one of them took off, he would, you know, he'd be able to like basically diversify his talents. And then if one took off, boom, he would he would like, like kind of focus on that thing. Right. And maybe not, or maybe they all worked. It's an awesome and, or, strategy, actually. It's an awesome strategy, yeah. I'm just like and an I was, all or nothing kind of guy. I don't know if I could, you know. Yeah, and I and I'm I had a I have a very similar mindset to his, mm. which is like, oh, that sounds fucking great. Oh my god, what a brilliant idea. Yeah, and yeah, that's so that's very much you as well. Yeah, yeah. is yeah, and so but what he said, which was interesting, was like, listen, if we're gonna get into a partnership, uh, if it's already your thing. You take 60, I'll take 40, or he had some sort of like split. But basically, he was like, you should be paid more since this is your invention or your your thing. And I was like, oh, wow, I've only ever done 50-50 splits. But the more I talked to other people in the space, they were like, 50-50 splits never work because it becomes The two-captain issue. Right, this two-captain issue. There's never a captain and a first mate. And so – I was like, okay, interesting. I like that. And then he said, it has to be hour for hour, time-wise, time commitment. And I was like, oh, that's the first time I've ever heard anyone say that out loud. It's a really good idea. Really good idea. That was a big crux of my issues in the past. Yeah, totally. Same with me. So uh, I was like, yeah. And we – so originally we – I just – like I just – like after he said all that, I just was like, I need to work with this dude. And so prematurely, in hindsight, I decided I just want to work with this guy. Um, I have this idea for a homebrewing site that I wanted to do. I already had the name. Uh, I already started the site. But I wanted to eventually build software. And so I kind of just like wedged him into this project that I had already started. So I was getting 60%. He was getting 40%. And he was helping me sort of build the preliminary stages of what would eventually be homebrewing software. And I was doing... And for the sake of the story, yeah. does this homebrewing software exist? In yeah, like I could fast forward. That, huh? I could fast forward very quickly. No, it doesn't. Oh, does it already exist in the world? Well, no, no. I meant, like, does it exist, like, in in your sense? Like, it no. Was, okay. No. Uh, in about three months... I had decided that I was spending so much money getting content and building up the marketing side of things, 
and I was like, I don't think that this software is going to work. And I was sort of like all the, I was like gung ho on this idea. And then three months later I was like, I'm not. And I kind of was, I'm sorry to put, put to put more context on this. This is for uh, brew cabin. Correct. And what you are building is what is visible on brew cabin today.com. Yes. Right. So, so you were doing the content end, the branding, you know, the let's get Google to pick us up thing. Yep, and he yep. was building a piece of software that I guess you would you would plan to sell. Well, at first he was building a recipe database that was live on the site. And that was eventually going to help feed into a web-based software that people would pay for. Mm. So it was he was building this the first step, which and we had a whole plan, a whole year plan. Uh and I, you know, we just weren't getting traffic fast enough, and still, and still not, uh, because it's such a small niche, mm. and the amount our, our, you know, who we were up against. I mean, you can buy really, really Titans. complex, very good homebrewing software for twenty bucks a year, <laughs> and I, I was just like, oh, I don't, I don't, I just really didn't think it was going to work by like month three, and and I was putting in all this money, and. He had he had built the thing and it was like he had built the 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 bones and I'm like, well the bones are built but I have to add all the content so I'm like mm. wow this is a lot of work on my end and oh maybe this isn't maybe I prematurely looped him into something that wasn't ready for him right and so he had done the work he had you know he had been in it and I basically bought him out uh, and. You know, it was like, oh, all right, well, whatever. But we had another project that we had started working on, which was Ernest, and that that took. The, so that was wait, wait, hold, hold yeah, up yeah. though, because I want to talk with the Ernest thing, but to maybe yeah. close this thing out. So okay, you bought him out of um, the brew the cabin. Brew cabin. I, I keep yes. thinking batch brew because I you had yeah, that was the original beating one. that into my head originally. Yeah. So I always yeah, yeah, yeah. say that. But so brew cabin. Yeah. But uh, his his piece was never ready for prime time. Right. It no, it was. I I wasn't ready to fill it with content so that it was ready for prime time. Well, because I mean, why couldn't you have been like, you know what? Um, look, I'll just keep the work that I did. You keep the work that you did. You know, he could have kept. Yeah. So that what that was, what the original thought was, and I ca- and so my brain being the ultra simplistic, I try to keep things clean and simplistic mm-hmm. in my brain, and. I just felt that it was cleaner if I just relieved him of that mm. instead of saying, oh, I have to – because here's the Fair thing enough. about I, – I know there's like probably crossover and – Yeah, but here's where it really like – and so when we started working on Ernest, this is what happened. Uh, JP became this like this, – this entity in my brain that was like I need to please him. And I need to make sure that I am pulling my weight because he had built something and now it's and now I was being not he never said this. It was never like it was You're all saying it from the earnest standpoint. From he, both. From oh, both. Okay. Like I was projecting this this like, hey, I built this software. You're supposed to fill it with content. What the fuck, bro? Mm. And I just was I could like I had so much going on and I kept like and so I get that. I, I approach you know, relationships similarly where I, I feel like I have to have done at least 1% more work right. so that I don't feel insecure. 
right and i always have to come with him to with good news like dude i just got us here just you know I, and i i i don't know why i felt that way but i just did and even though i was the captain right i was still felt like i needed to please and so i ended up just going you know what instead of having this like looming thing that i had to worry about hang over me you bought yourself it, relief i bought myself relief like mental relief yeah so no, no that's I, it i get it i get it that's it and then we started working we were working on Ernest at the time and that was doing a little bit better uh i had already had an audience i i we we built it in 40 days sold it to the audience those people bought it great we had about 50 customers and then that was it and i kept trying to get more customers and it just wasn't working and he was like well i'm not going to build anything more unless we have more customers so there's an incentive for at least to, to start building it which made sense and then I was like, all right, but I kind of was like, I, I, I was having a hard time because I was doing brew cabin and swim you, you know, it, it's, and a, it's I had an roasty. unfair breakdown because like if only it was so easy to yeah. like build a thing and bring in unlimited customers because we would all just be rich. But right. it, no, no business works like that. No. So, and so, yeah. It was unrealistic it was, expectations. Yes. And I may have oversold it in the beginning because I always very optimistic about like we're gonna fucking dominate we're, we're the world. People, let's be yeah, we're salespeople by nature. So, but, but that one turned out differently because uh, he again he he his 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 model of like working for a bunch of other people and like you know splitting all these projects. He ended up doing something that actually worked and was getting a lot of customers and was actually making decent money. And he's like, I need to go focus on that. I'm like, mm. of course you do. And it's what his original, like he was honest with you about that his approach. And 100%. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, let's, let's, let's do a buyout then. And so now I am completely partnerless and I love it. And I, so, so here's the thing. Uh, we are currently like re- working together mm -hmm. but we are not getting into a business partnership that was because, like a very clear yeah like to even real like we've now run quite far from our original conversation but it was like a original bar that we had to agree on yes and i think it's for our own mental health reasons mm -hmm. of like our own sanity of we need to control our empires, and that's just how we are. That's why we became entrepreneurs in the first place. But there, but there's a benefit to being in a relationship, just like a mastermind type of situation, where there's a benefit to having you know someone else with their own stakes watching your back, so and that vice versa. If you went back to like the the beginning, where you're like uh, the reason to go into a partnership, and you're like, well, mm -hmm. it makes the most sense. Like you know, say for example, you and JP, where you don't really have much crossover, right? Yeah, you both I don't know how to build the, software, right? Like you do these things, and then so like you can go faster forward because of that, and so I think like. Perhaps, or the, and this is what we're exploring, is like you could have a setup like that where you're also not, you don't have like your, you know, middle shoes tied together. You don't have to do like a three yes. step. You know, you could like yeah. walk separately, um, benefit from the other person. Right. Yeah. I, I, yeah. But, but we don't I know. have to say also is it works because you have your things and I have my things. Whereas if you had your things and I didn't have any things, you know, yeah, I it might be a little be, I would lopsided. feel like I was out in the cold. Yeah, true. And I think right now it's it's more of like, hey, it's sort of like 
I'm trying to think if there's anybody else. It's like if Oprah and Richard Berenson started a podcast. <laughs> you know, it's like they can Which start this. Which one of us this... is Oprah? I'll be Oprah. Good. I'm okay. okay. I mean, I, she's the best one, but yeah, fine. Uh, I'll be Oprah. <laughs> I don't mind. Uh, so, like, imagine they both have their own things. They both have their own, you know, media empires, whatever it is. But then they have this little podcast together and you know whether it makes money or not like it's you know they can do revenue share or whatever it's not a an official business llc escort style of partnerships uh where you know it's decision making it's maybe its own entity it's kind of a fun thing it's kind of a you know it's what it is what it is and we're sort of exploring the fact that instead of using each other's weaknesses and and strengths to to even things out we're actually using our strengths and just together like yeah. we're using like our strength actually works better like together than it does separate right so whenever i remember when we were doing the podcast the when i was originally on listen money matters uh my my dad was like you guys are fucking great like you guys i don't know what it is and even laura your wife is like you, i don't know what was, it is was ridiculous yeah yeah you have some sort of chemistry that's awesome and I was always conscious of that, and maybe at times thought, "Oh, it's me," <laughs> you know. And Andrew's like helping me out. I I obviously knew you felt that way because oh yeah, for sure. But no, it turns <laughs> out, it, you know, in hindsight, it was like no, because I it doesn't work with everybody. It's like a push and a pull thing. Yeah, you know, like uh, unless people don't already know, you you like to talk. I actually don't really, you know. So so it, we have different needs and wants when we collaborate like the things that i want i don't think you really want as much you know no no and vice versa yeah and but for some reason us talking is according to some people uh entertaining Mm. and so together there's a strength so think about that for a second what kind of partnership is that? What other partnership have you seen where, you know, so there's two, to me, I guess there's two types of business partnerships. There's the, uh, one is, you know, it's like the strength and weakness balance type of partnership where it's like, Hey, I'm a marketer. You're a software developer. Let's build a product together. Uh, you know, you're a designer. I'm a con, I'm a writer. Let's build a website together. Uh, if you're thinking even like I can go outside of, uh, online space, like you're a home, you're a brewer, and I'm a salesman, mm. I'll go sell your beer, you know, to the bars and stuff. So there's, there's like balance there, you know, but there's the other type, which is together. Uh, when we produce something, I would think it's like, I mean, I, I was trying to think like freakonomics guys, you know, like mm. authors who like, they're both like, one's good at research. One's good at storytelling. Although that's not this partnership. I don't feel like it's, it's the, we have equal talents or or for some reason maybe there is an imbalance but it just fits right for this very specific thing i would say i i don't have more than 80 percent of the talent yeah but then yeah so whatever it is i don't know then <laughs> sorry I, I was trying to be a dick i don't even think you <laughs> i don't i don't have more than 80 percent of the talent I, I was trying to say i was better than you oh okay i was yeah. joking i think it was I a really bad that. joke i missed dude i missed it uh, that's fine. a shame I was getting so serious. I'd say, I'd say like cut it out, but I know you don't you don't edit. So no, I don't edit. This is a conversation, man. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I guess those are the two types, but I don't really know how to quantify the other one. 
Like, I don't know how to quantify the one we're in now. Like, what other examples are there of that type of partnership? I th- I almost feel like uh, well, so I don't think that we're we're a partnership. I think we're we're in like, um, we're attempting like unmetered consulting, where hmm. normally you know, consulting is like an hourly sell, and I don't think that either of us are really interested in selling our hours, and I don't think no. that we view our time like that. But uh, we we could see we both can see far enough down the line that you know. We've structured it such that we could both benefit, you know, throw like you own Money Lab, but you could throw money over the wall for whatever things, you know, yeah. and, and the converse for Listen Money Matters. And I think we're both willing to kind of do it because we enjoy it and we yep. don't need it to like put food on the table, you know. So it's yeah, like, I'm, you know, what it's kind of like hmm. it's kind of like an affiliate relationship where. Imagine like we, we have a third partners or not third non partnership thing, and then maybe not ready to talk about that is literally yeah, yeah. Actually, actually, so maybe most of it is. You're right. Yeah. So look at it. Um, maybe it's like when Airbnb gets in the bed with Uber. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, if you're in, if you're staying at Airbnb, use Uber. It's like those they're operating as their own businesses. That's not a separate company. It's just you know one obviously fits with the other. And why not, as two businesses that are conglomerates, help each other out? And it's not like Uber is going to start renting out homes. No, or right? Anything. Exactly. They're you know, staying so, separate. But but there may be some audience on one side that isn't on the other, or yeah. You know, I think bloggers do this all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, bloggers, you know, who are in personal finance definitely send people to uh, you know people that start business websites. And vice versa. People who are starting business websites are like, hey, if you want to learn more about how to manage your money when you're in business, like go see this other person. It's like it's basically linking to each other. Mm. And it's like a, it's an unspoken, like silent affiliate partnership. I don't know what and else to call it. I, and I, I, I feel like and I don't know. Maybe you don't agree. And I actually understand if you didn't agree. But I feel like the one additional cornerstone, at least for me, because one personality trait I have is I am insanely competitive. Like I yes. will just, I, whatever. I'm just really, really competitive, and so we agreed to essentially not compete. Where like you know, it yeah. would be like if there was the Uber and the Airbnb. You know, I, I wouldn't think Uber would start renting properties, but sure. you know, like hey, we can work together. Just don't sell properties or don't rent right. properties, and then right. we just won't you know rent cars. And that is totally a legitimate and probably actually in their contract. You know, of that particular affiliate relationship. Uh, and I don't want to call it an affiliate. I guess it is an affiliate. Like you, and I don't mean affiliate as in like affiliate marketing, but affiliate as in, you know, a, a, there is a, some sort of relationship, but it's not directly tied to, uh, you know, profits of a single company being, that go, being you know. both affiliate marketers i think that like uh we understand so it's so like you have this like opportunity you're going to go after you know i don't know yeah. maybe uh it's like you want to sell in-ground swimming pools or, or whatever yeah. it is right and so you know that uh it is a lucrative opportunity but you have to invest a certain amount of essentially unpaid time that could be potentially for waste to uh-huh. realize this opportunity and earn from it and so we get the whole you have to put it in the work first, you know, do yep. the research, whatever, and then hopefully it'll pay off. And so I think we have taken that uh, mindset to yeah. to this. To each other, yeah. Yeah. And each other's businesses and said, look, 
let it's it's fine to get in this relationship together. We just cannot compete. Just mm. it. Yeah. And you know, and one has to you know support the other in certain ways. And I think it, it fits. It happens to fit with us because of like I mean, I'm, I'm not talking about Swim University and listen, money matters. Like I'm not talking about that. Mm. That doesn't make any sense to connect. Right. But Money Lab and listen, money matters does because they both well one they both have the word money in it. But two, uh, but two, it's like they both I'm end never, with dot co. I just have the M for money. You just have the M, right? For money, <laughs> jeez, uh, dude. You know how much it's going to cost me for that dot com? I'm sure a lot. Yeah, seventy thousand dollars. Whoa, guys. yeah, son of a bitch. Got to doesn't matter. I rank number one for money lab for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a lot of pool robots. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so like, the, so Money Lab and Listen Money Matters makes sense because I'm never going to talk about personal finance, mm. but personal finance is crazy important when it comes to running your own business. Hence the reason I even got involved in Listen Money Matters in the first place, and vice versa. When you want to do personal finance, you want to make money on the side. It's a natural progression to say, well, you can. Here's one way to start your own business, and this guy can help. Like with we, some, we yeah, touch some like the edge, but it doesn't make yeah. sense to go deep like we will here because right. the the like. The, the audience is new to to essentially the concept, and and yeah, there it's not a hundred percent overlap. It's like maybe a ten percent, twenty percent overlap, right? Maybe t- ten to twenty percent of of the personal finance audience may want to start their own business, right? And ten to twenty percent of the start their own business people may want to learn about personal finance, you know, and that's okay. Same with like ten or twenty percent of the people who rent an Airbnb. Airbnb may need an Uber to get to you know the conference they they went to or the or the breakfast or whatever because mm. uh, they're traveling. So like there's there's overlap, but it's not like entire overlap. It's it's a, there's a Venn diagram, and so that's the partnership that we're getting into, and that's the way that we're structuring it. Where we are not signing any forms, we're not doing any contracts. It's sort of like a, a gentleman's agreement, I guess, of the do not compete with each other thing and if so like we rip each other's you know things off each other's websites or whatever oh i thought you were say rip each other's testicles throats out out. (laughs) throats out yeah uh yeah that 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 too possibly the one that you propose uh, is a lot easier let's go with that one yeah i mean we can and we can we can obviously do some sort of like you know lawyer agreement that Mm. just to keep us safe or whatever but i i don't i wouldn't be i wouldn't be against it although i also don't think it's necessary uh, but we were very clear before we started what we both yeah. want and all the we and we knew that prior to like when, yeah. once you've been in a bunch enough partnerships like you kind of get it you mm. get how this works uh, and so I would say to 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 kind of like bring it back to our thesis and to sort of wrap this up and I'll I'll pose this question to you is uh, should you get into a business partnership and if so when like when does it make sense so um, I think that possibly in the future i I would again um Uh but i think that like the specifications need to be really clear um and i and i feel like uh for me uh maybe one requirement um is that you both need to have a certain amount of skin in the game you know and to be decided on the idea but you know if it was like hey matt let's partner up and we each put in a thousand dollars is you know great but for us, you know, maybe it needs to be a more significant amount of money to kind of uh, continue the caring. So, yep. An hour I, for hour match. 
Yeah, right? and I think or the some sort of match is an excellent way to do it because, yeah. you know, um, maybe I could build uh, code faster than you, but uh, part of the partnership is you get all my years of training, right? So one yeah. hour of mine is not worth more. It's one hour. And so I think yeah, one hour. that's actually very fair. And then you would ideally partner with an equal so you don't feel like your hours are worth more. Do you think that one person should always be sort of the last line in the chain of command? So I I think that um, like let's say let's take a hypothetical we we decide to build software together right mm. where I do all I, the I marketing get what you're saying where like someone needs to split the difference right like I say left you say right and someone says someone makes that call right someone and says no okay left then I, I, I don't like, think right, that fine. it needs to be any different than fifty fifty and you know perhaps the split is more indicative of like prior progress or, or whatever the the reasons are but I think. You know, or it, maybe it, someone's putting in more hours. Like that's just going to need more hours. Right. Exactly. And 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 you could maybe I don't know how you would do that. Maybe they get more equity as a result or something. But sure. I would say that in the beginning, you need to choose a CEO. Right. And so right, you both have this conversation well before like any contentious issue. And so at the end of the day, like you both want to go one way or the other, but we also agreed that I'm the CEO. So, you know, we don't have to be like an asshole about it, but no, no, but it's, and obviously, yeah. So it would be, let's, let's just say hypothetically, we, we decided to start a software business because that does play off of your strengths and my strengths, mm. right. And my weakness and your weakness where it's like, okay, Matt, you're going to do all the marketing. You're going to get the customers. You're going to do, you're going to be the front, you know, the, 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 the front end of everything and design and all that stuff. And then you're going to do all the software development, you know, and we're going to work together in every aspect. But at the end of the day, you know, one person has to be a CTO. Like one person's a CTO, one person's a CMO, but one of us has to be the CEO. Mm. And, ha- and we have to decide. And maybe that decision is like, all right, you get five extra percent of equity. So it's like you're. you carry the stress. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because you carry that. And so, if you're wrong, like you're from, to blame. You're the blame. Exactly. Yep. I think that's probably the way that I would structure any relationship going forward if I were to ever do it. And would so knowing that, mm. what what would you take the CEO role? Yeah, I, I would take it. Yeah, you would. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I wouldn't. You would not. No, because you don't want to be wrong, or you don't want to. Pay, you don't want to have your feet held to the fire if you were wrong. Yeah, I think it's a stress. I think also I can just do what I'm good at and mm-hmm. and go and I just need a pat on the back. It's like, oh, you did that good thing. You make lots of money. And I, now, I mean, I, I probably wouldn't have said that a year ago, mm. but I think I would say that now. I think that well, so I, I have no need to be right, but I desperately want to make the right call. And I think kind of like how you said how you work with your team, like, and you're like, well, we're gonna do what I say, but I want to know what you think. Because, you know, uh, you feel strongly one way, but they may have a good point and you're open-minded. And so so I think... But that is like, but that's a predetermined approach, right? Mm. But I think even like if it was 50-50 or however you structure it, I think a CEO or a person leading uh, needs to at least hear other stories. Oh, 100%. And I don't have to change their mind, but... No, and I, you know, and I, here's here's what's crazy, uh... And I think the reason why I choose the C- I don't want the CEO role is because when I was working with JP and I was a sixty percent owner to his forty percent, like I wouldn't make any calls without going through him first. Mm. 
Like, I wouldn't do anything. And I think that if he didn't get back to me right away or if he, like, disagreed, not yeah. never if he disagreed with me. If he disagreed with me, I'm like, okay, he makes a good, he usually always. I may always, also fall to that as well, like. Right? He always made a good point, but I would never, I would never go, hey, I just did this. Now you have to do this. Mm. You know, like, I made this decision, didn't consult you at all. Because I'm the CEO, I I That's never a did pompous that. To, to, it's super pompous, yeah. but as a person who needs to make decisions and act fast, because right. I'm a very fast decision maker, uh, as you are, we're just like deal, mm. do it. You know, I hated that lag time. Mm-hmm. That lag time stressed me out. Because you and can't I think take that, action, right? You know, and so it, I but think it's stuck that's, in your head, so you have to yes. think about it. So that's why I think I don't want the CEO role because I, I want to be able to have an idea, present it to you instead, mm. and then you go yes or no, and then I don't have to think about it anymore. Yeah. You know, instead of going like, well, shit, I still feel like we should go this way. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, how dare you? Or, like, or, or have to like feel like I have to go, I have to play that role of like, nope, my way or the highway. Mm. Like, or, or at least like you just say, you know, not, I shouldn't say it that way. You say one thing, you say left, I say right, and you're like, we're going left. I'm like, all right. It's like at least someone made a decision, and I and I can go, what? And I can just sit back and go, like, I hope I'm right later. And you'll be like, dude, you were right. I'm like, yeah, I know, I'm always right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but but it's like, uh, but I think uh, like we're I think we're both uh, at a at a certain point, and I think this makes a lot of sense. You you, you do this enough, you figure out who you are as a business owner. You figure out the type of business owner you are, the type of uh, employee you are to your own business. You you, and then like now I can probably get into a partnership, and I think I'm comfortable enough. Oh, with so you're like ready a, to jump into another partnership? Uh, no, I'm I'm ready to no. But if I do, mm-hmm. I'm taking a back seat. I feel like I've jumped see, into yeah. enough partnerships where I've never tried that other seat. I've never been the forty percent person. Mm-hmm. I've always been the 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 guy who. It, I I always invent the thing. I always create the thing, and if it fails, it all rides on me, and I and I I'm super stressed out about that. Where mm-hmm. what if I was just you know I had to show up. I did what the the thing that I was good at. Everyone patted me on the back, and then I and I make a bunch of money, and I have my own things because I need to fulfill that part of my life and my business life. But I can at least get into another partnership and go like, hey, I showed up. I did this thing. Everyone loved it. I was. It's something I'm so good at. And there's no stress, and I can just like make a bunch of money, and everyone wins. I've never taken that role before, but I am not against taking that role as long as it feeds on. Because I think this is kind of that, right? Uh, do you know? And and this is no secret at this point because this will go out later. But I'm now back being a co-host on Listen Money Matters, and that made so much sense to me because it's a strength that is so comes so easy to me, so natural, and it's fun, and I get to do the thing that I'm good at, and I don't have to make a decision. You know, yeah. it's like ultimately you're the boss in that in that world, and if you're like, "Hey, this episode sucked," I'd be like, "Fine, let's do another one." <laughs> well, and it is the same here. We talk about episodes, and I'm like, "Well, dude, I mean, however you want to slice it, you know, I mean, it's right. your baby." Yeah, and, and Money Lab, to... yeah, it's like, but we we still like, yeah, and I think it's, yeah. And I think it'll work because it's yeah. I get to control. The, I get to control. I get to be the controller, and I also get to be that other side. And it, you know, yeah. We'll, I, who knows what's going to happen in the future? But for now, that's the way we've structured it, and it seems to work. And uh, so, the, I think the best way to structure it, I think you just laid it out, is 
yeah, that. I think I don't think we need to recap anymore. I'm right again. You're always right. I'm, <laughs> I'm left. I'm left. Uh, you good with that? Yeah, I think it was awesome. All right. Cool. All right. Well, we're gonna wrap things up. I want to thank uh, Ryan McRae for my new middle name this week via email. Uh, and please, I, I need more of those middle names. Uh, if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to talk about on the show, we have a long list, but we need more. Please email me at matt at moneylab.co. Also, again, that, that middle name, I need new ones. I'm out, actually out. I'll have to start making up my own. I think I'll have to give – Andrew, you're going to have to give me give me super embarrassing ones. Oh, yeah, I will. Yeah, all right, fair. <laughs> um, and if you like this show, which you should – uh, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you normally listen to podcasts. Anywhere, anywhere that is, just hit subscribe. Get it downloaded every Monday morning, 6 a.m. Mountain Time. <laughs> and if you really, really like the show, like super like the show, tell your friends about it. Point them to your favorite episodes, and hopefully they'll become a subscriber. And if you could, and if you want, please leave a review. I don't know if reviews do anything, but they certainly – I'd certainly read reviews on a new podcast. Do you? Um, I do, and I, I just have this feeling that if you left a review um, mm-hmm. as, as previously recommended with just like an eggplant, I think that would help everybody immensely. Right. Yeah. Just – yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. If you want to leave a review, just put an emoji in there. Yeah. So you don't have to like think – because I think that that's the worst part about – Writing reviews, it's like you have to think about it. Like, it what, needs to be sincere. You're what like, if you could be wanna... lewd or an asshole through right. only emojis? Right. And and just make sure it's five stars. Mm, that's that's all right. you have to do. Make sure it's five stars. Put one emoji in there. And I wonder if that'll hack the system. I think it will. Yeah, I think it will too. Anyway, do that. Uh, thanks for uh, talking to me about partnerships and being uh, talking about our I our, love airing Dirty Laundry. We did it. Yeah, no, we, we'd never have to talk about it again. That's true. We've done it. We've done it on two, uh, both podcasts, and I think we're done. <sighs> All right. All right. That's it. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs> Please tell your friends about this show. Thank <laughs> you.